It's me. It's me. It's truly, honestly me. You're welcome. It's me. Hello. It's me, Sam Hickman, a woman who is surprised she survived the last quarter, um, given the amount of money she made. Um, hello. Hello and welcome to Hyperlocal Celebrity, a podcast that you are listening to, I assume, like, as a form of torture. So, um, welcome. Welcome. Um, I'm not going to introduce it where I talk about my life and work as a freelance musician in the gig economy. Oh my God. What a, what a, what a, what a, what a, what a time to be alive. Um, it's been just a week. Every, every single, every single week has been just a week, but like this week has been like one of those weeks where I'm like, oh boy. Oh, is this the right job to do? You know, you're like, ugh. Should I have picked a different career path with more stability in it? Again, my next gig is the 11th of May. Um, So buckle in everyone because uh, it's gonna be a really fucking boring month. Jesus. Anyway, so what did you do this week? What did you do this week? Okay, so this week, my God. Um, So I'll set the picture. I'll paint a picture for you. Monday, I go busking. I do really well. Um, I do a three hour slot instead of a two hour slot because I realized that when I was doing busking full time last year or the year before last, I was doing three hour days. Like I was just doing longer days. And I think that's why I'm like, I've been like, oh, I'm not making it as much as I used to. It's because I'm just doing shorter days by a third. I'm doing two hours instead of three. Um, And I think that's kind of like the 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 main the main issue in my life the main stupidity that i live with every day but also i feel like i was just earning more in general but i was just doing two hour days anyway so i'm just gonna try and try and do more longer longer days if i feel like it like if if i know that i can i'll do another hour but if i'm like no then i'm not gonna push myself honestly honestly i'll be fine either way Um, so I went on a Monday and I did that and it was great. And I was like, phew, we did it. And then I was like, um, I went on on Tuesday. Um, and no, no, but we did have our cleaner come on Tuesday. And I was like, exciting, joining the bourgeoisie, moving east of the river. Why, why, why did I take on this, uh, expense? Um, she didn't do a very good job. And I was like, oh no, she can never come back. Um, and also like, she was like, I was in my office doing my, um, expenses for the last four months. Thank you. Doing all my accounts. 
Um, we will get to that after this anecdote about me being part of the bourgeoisie. Um, and like, she was getting the hoover out from under the stairs and she just like muttered under her breath, this house is a tip. And I was like, that's why you're here. Like, if it wasn't a mess, we wouldn't have you. We'd do it ourselves. If we had our lives together, we would clean our own homes. Like, that's it. That's why, that's why you're, that's why you're, anyway, she did a rubbish job and she's never coming back and I hate her. Anyway, so I was doing my accounts for the last four months because I had not done them since late November. I hadn't like tallied up how much I make and, 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 and how much I make. Oh boy. Oh, Jesus Christ. My God. Like from January until literally from January, I'm like, how have I survived and how is there money left over? Like, either I am incredible at anticipating my needs and expenses and just sort of like budgeting accordingly, or I'm just very, very lucky. And I truly believe it's the latter at this point. Like, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and remember how much I made. So December was a really good month. I made 1,700 and I was like, phew. Okay, great. It was like a really busy month. So was November. So it was like all of last year. All of last year, it was somewhere between uh, 1,200 and like 1,500 and like on average between the between the months. And I had all those weddings and I was charging like actual prices for the weddings, which was really nice. Cause the year before I had the same number of weddings, but I was charging like less. Cause I was, um, a lot of them were like, like lever harp, I I booked them when I had my lever harp, and then when I got my pedal harp, I was still being paid lever harp prices for that. Um, and so like this past year, I was charging pedal harp prices, which was nice. It was it was nice. It was a livable wage. Um, and then and then this month, like this, so this year, I literally. So last year and the year before I did like 20, 23 and 22 weddings. This year I have six booked in for the entire year. No Siri, shut up. Siri just decided to talk. Um, so I have six booked in, which is interesting. I'm staring at myself in the mirror and I'm thinking, good God, you will survive. You will get through this. And um, 2020 is gonna be a good year, question mark? I hope to God it is, otherwise it's gonna be same old, same old. Um, yeah, but I, I went through like, so I went through my accounts. January, I made 450 pounds. February, I made 900, which was good. Um, I had like a couple of gigs, which is like, phew, thank God. And I had like a bunch of music and hospitals and stuff. And I had like, I was like working, working and then March, I made like 775, which is good, but not like great. Um, and like the amount that I need to make in order to survive is around like 800 to a thousand sometimes, depending on like, depending on the month. And if I'm like, like in it to win it, I guess, I don't know if in it to win it, in it to win it, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, my, my mortgage and bills and everything is 400 and then my car insurance is like a million pounds and then like everything else you have to pay for I'm just like wow 
my God, we'll survive. We'll, we will survive. I have um, spent, spent many years um, doing, doing this bullshit and we will get through this and we will do great. Um, I just, I remember going to a party once and being like, and like talking to, talking to someone and, and being like, oh, I only make 14,000 pounds a year. And someone was like, yeah, that's a lot of money. And I was like, oh yeah, it is. It's like a, it's like a decent amount of money. Um, and then I was also thinking about like how people in like regular jobs, their salaries are before tax, which seems like a real trick. Like, honestly, one of these days I'm going to get an office job and I'm going to be like, oh, this is terrible. Um, because like they don't, you have to look at the the income and then deduct 20% and then that's what you're actually taking home that doesn't why do they do that just pay the actual thing and then and then just give the government what you owe the government employers stop stop like I don't know like like because like I spent years being like oh I'll you know I just want a 20,000 pound a year job and I was like and I was like in my first year like when I was no I think like the last year I was at the Hilton when I was like at the Hilton and I was like busking and I was gigging like really regularly and I was teaching and everything and I made 18,000 pounds my biggest mistake was making a lot of money that one year because it ruined me for the rest of the year I don't I don't know what I did with all that money but um, (laughs) it's gone I can tell you that much um yeah but like that's that's what someone on £22,000 is earning, like £18,000. So, like, me earning £14,000, that's, like, what someone earning, like, £18,000, £17,000 is earning. I can't do maths. Don't, don't think it. But, like, it's not, like, it's, it's, the amount that I make isn't bad. It's actually really good for someone working full-time as a freelance musician who only really in reality works about two or three days a week. I mean, come on, my life is very easy. But I'm like, I'm like, oh boy, let's, we can do this. We can do this. It's, I think we're just, I think this year is going to be just one of those years where you just have to kind of keep going and everything will be fine. Um, And I have, and I have spent many years playing on the street um, and making a living and I will continue to do so and I will try and figure out something else that will um, like a fun side project that will keep me occupied <laughs> um, that being said I um, am thinking about um, putting on my one woman show again which is interesting anyway so Monday night me and the delightful Crash Wiggly are co-conducting the Songbirds Choir for the South Wales Gay Men's Chorus Pride concert that happened on Saturday um, and so we each picked two pieces each I really screwed myself over because like as soon as as soon as we got to the rehearsal Crash is doing Bread and Roses and um, Wings by Little Mix and I am doing Katy Perry's Firework and a song called Light in the Hallway by the Pentatonics. Um, and I start mine and everyone is like, oh, we don't know this one particularly well. <laughs> I'm like, no! <laughs> really shot myself in the foot. Um, it was, yeah, it was it, like, I've never like properly, properly conducted. Like whenever I've done ensemble singing, you're always like doing an ensemble song. So you're always like, I've, I've only ever done like professional 
professional choirs that are like six to eight people and then like everyone just sort of like leads and there's like a clear like person who's nodding along and you're like following that person that's how that's how choral singing works um without a conductor and so it was quite interesting doing doing the thing that i grew up watching um was i good at it 50 percent I would say 50% nailed it. Uh, other 50% <laughs> what a mess, but I had fun. I wore a fun skirt. It was great. Anyway, so Tuesday I do my accounts. Terrible. We'll get through it. Wednesday I was like, well, I guess I need to go uh, busking. And I was like, I was like, no, it's gonna, it's gonna rain. I know I know for a fact that it is going to rain. Like this is like, I feel like I don't, for some reason I, don't trust my gut enough when I'm like, I don't want to go, it's going to rain. And then like, I think like 10% of the time, sometimes it's like a gorgeous sunny day. And I'm like, oh, I should have gone. And then I'm like, never mind. And then every single day, every single time it rolls around where I'm like, will it rain or will it, will it not rain? I'm always like, I don't, I don't know anymore. Um, so Wednesday I was like, it's going to rain and it's going to be quiet. And so I like go in because I'm stupid and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I could just do an hour and then I can just sort of like go for a coffee afterwards because I'm a dumb fucking bitch. Um, I go in, someone is in my spot in the haze. Never mind. I go on Working Street and I'm like, this is going to be great. I set up, I play for approximately 20 minutes and someone starts like fully chopping down a tree in the little park in between the haze, like the old library and John the Baptist. Someone's like fully like chainsawing a tree and I'm like, oh fuck. Um, and then like I go to St. Mary Street and I'm like, this will be okay. Um, I'll do, I'll do this opposite Coffee Barker. I'm like, I can do this. Um, and it's just silent. There's like six people in the street and I'm like, this is terrible. I do like 30 minutes there. And I'm like, this is not going to be a good day. I am going to go. I'm just, I'm just going to go before it starts raining. And then I go and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, it's so quiet that I'm like, I'm going to just pop myself on Queen Street, just for a little, just for a little, little session. Um, it, two people just filmed me and wandered off, filmed me for a solid five minutes and then wandered off. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm one of these fucking bitches. One of these stupid fucking cunts fully had the audacity, honey. It's not just the editing software that I use for this podcast, but it is a state of mind for this fucking bitch who I will name on the podcast and call out her because I am a call out queen. Anyway, this stupid little shit, this tyrannical asshole, this, I'm waiting for my um, Facebook page to, to load up so that I know um, what so I can relay to you all of the thing that was so enraging about this entire, like, situation that unfurled, um, and it is taking a good long time. Anyway, this woman films me for a solid, solid five minutes. This other man is filming me, but I'm like, you know what? He's just a fucking asshole. Um, please stop filming me. It's giving me a complex. Jesus Christ, does this, is my internet even working? Is, is anything, is anything happening? 
My fucking God, Jesus Christ. Anyway, I'm just going to tell you off the top of my head what it was. Um, it's not going to I'm not going to remember any of it. So this woman, this dumb little woman, she films me for five minutes and then wanders off without tipping me or anything or even coming to talk to me. That's the thing that I hate about millennials now is <laughs> but I hate millennials. They won't like people who want something from me won't come and talk to me. And usually 90% of the time they don't want to fucking pay me for whatever it is that they wanted me to do. And then the other half of the time it's like fucking stupid and I hate it. And I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't like come up to me. Don't like slide into my DMs later and be like, hey, um, would you play my fundraiser? I don't want to play your shit. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to, I don't even know you. Anyway, this woman was like, hey, I saw you on Queen Street and I'm doing a play and it's called The Welsh Harpist. Um, and there's rehearsals and um, it's a 20 minute performance piece and you would be playing for it. Sadly, it's unpaid, but it has great potential for touring. And I'm like, fuck you, Jesus Christ, Fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck you. Fuckity fuck, fuck off you. Jesus fucking Christ on a cross, fuck off. Like, how dare you? How dare you in all of God's green earth decide that that is an appropriate thing? You work in the arts. How dare you think that it is acceptable to ask someone to not only perform at your thing for free, but also come to rehearsals for your thing for free. How dare you? That is not how this industry should work. And that is not how you as an, as a, as an organizer of the thing, as the like person in the project, recruiting other musicians and getting other people into that thing. That is not how you, how you treat other people. Unless they, unless they are your friends and they, and they volunteer to do it for free and you can't pay them because you don't have any money. But if you're getting, she was literally like, we got a, we got a, we got a, we got a grant. And I'm like, fuck off. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, it didn't help that it was raining. So, um, so that, that happened. <laughs> that happened. That's me just being angry for, um, I had a, I had a week. I don't know if you know this, but I had a week. Ugh, Jesus. Anyway, yeah. So I did that and it was, yeah, it was so annoying. Anyway, Thursday. I know it never, it never ends. What did I do on Thursday? Can't remember. Doesn't matter. Friday. Uh, pass, I guess. We, um, had a, had a rehearsal. It was great. Saturday. Um... Saturday was the concert and it was the longest day of my life and it was also my birthday. So, feliz cumpleaños para mí y um and a happy new year. Oh my god. Um so me and Crash were doing we were doing essentially both halves. So we were both conducting in the first half and then performing in the second half. So we had together at 4 p.m. The concert didn't start until 7.30. So 4 p.m. we get there, we rehearse with Songbirds, we then rehearse with Transquire, we then have like an hour break 
and then we're like on for the first half and I'm like this is this is exhausting so we didn't get to and then we all were I was like do people want to come to my house for a drink after the concert and everyone's like yeah and I was like great um because it was my birthday and otherwise I would like sit in my empty house alone Ugh, on my birthday how sad is that um it's what I'm doing now but it's not my birthday so it's not sad um I also went and saw the people today so that's good um anyway so I was uh, so we didn't get to my house until like I want to say like 10 30 or something like at night at night um and then I was like um and I was like wait can we watch can we watch this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and so we like did like a big group viewing of that that was a lot of fun and then we had some birthday cake and we had some gin and it was great and it was great and people left at like one in the morning and I was like oh boy um and then I like I got up this morning and I was like this may be the only day this week that is good enough to go busking I was like this may be one of like two days that is gonna be clear because I for some reason I have not been going out on the weekends um because like for the last year and a half kind of I've just had like work most days like most Saturdays last year I was probably at a wedding or something and so I wasn't like going out and busking because I didn't need to and it was kind of like you work like a a full day and then you have a nice day off um and so I was like and before I but after I left the Hilton and before I had like actual work last year I was busking most Sundays and so I don't know why I why I stopped. Well, I know why I stopped. I'm lazy, but you know. Um, and so I'm gonna like try and get back into that. And so I was like, I'm gonna go out. I'm just gonna do a couple of hours in my very hungover state. Um, and I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna try my best and see what happens. And it was good. It was nice. I like Sundays because they're nice and quiet, but they're busy enough. They're like busy, but quiet. It's quite nice. Anyway, I'm just gonna move on to, um, Oh, all the other things that I did this week. It would be nice if I, um, if I put my notes, if they were all in order. This is going to be a long episode because I have a lot to say. Anyway, so Creative Cardiff, not to be confused with Creative Mornings Cardiff, um, Creative Cardiff held a conference that I wasn't invited to, um, or know about. So it was called, um, it was part of um, a BBC Digital Cities event. Um, it was like, they did one, okay, so they did like a big, like, Cardiff, like, creative things in Rowash College. They used like their little theater there and they like had like a like a like a big event and they were like this is a great evening look at us we did it and I'm like what what is like why are these four large companies being like we're the creative industry here um it was like four it was like Cardiff Council for some reason I'm like what <laughs> I'm so sorry did did Hugh Thomas get lost and he ended up on stage um yeah and they also did like a like a like a, a VR like thing they did like a yeah it was like a it was like a VR like conference day thing that 14 to 14 whole people showed up to and it's really awkward when they do like it they keep doing instagram stories and they it's it's honestly if you want like to feel i don't know 
to feel like someone is wasting a lot of a lot of money that they were given to um, enhance the creative industries in your city. Uh, just tune into the creative creative Cardiff um, Instagram stories because they keep doing these events that I'm almost confident they make up. Uh, I have spoken about this previously on the podcast that they are just making up conferences to go to. Um, and they have like 15 people in their office and they're all like pretending they're on a conference. Like I feel like 90% of them are fictional. Um, anyway, so they did like a, they did, (laughs) they did an Instagram story and it was like, it was like four people were there and I was like, you have so, like, you are given, so, it's a university, Cardiff University funded, like, project. They are given so much money and they are so bad at, like, engaging the creative community in Cardiff. It's just incredible. But you know who isn't bad at engaging the creative Cardiff community in Cardiff? The Diffusion Festival. We have to talk about it because I went to their launch party on Friday. So I went to choir, I went to the rehearsal, and then I went to the Diffusion launch event. I have a lot to say. Okay, Diffusion Festival is a photography festival that happens every two years in Cardiff. Or so I've been told. I went two years ago. Um, it was great. Really enjoyed it. It was all walkable, which I really liked. Um, this year it is not walkable. It is um, very spread out. It's like, it's so spread out that you're like, why are you doing this to us? Like, it's so spread out that they were like, you know what people really didn't like? How you could walk between things to see all the things in a day or two days. They were like, we gotta spread it out. They put one literally in like Porth. <laughs> like, they put, they they literally have like on their little program, they have like one thing that is like a 40 minute drive away. I'm like, why would, who, why? Oh, Brenda's at the, Brenda's at the door. I'm going to let Brenda in. Come on, Brenda. Ooh, weird. Anyway, 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 so... Um, yeah, it was really good two years ago, and this year it's, like, really spread out. Like, really spread out. Like, last year they had literally the entire city centre, like, all of the arcades, they had, like, one little exhibition in them, and so you could, like, go around the whole thing. Um, and it was really good. Like, a lot of them were really kind of, like, immersive spaces. It was really cool. Um, like, they had one that was, like, 1970s, and they'd gotten, like, a giant Shagpal rug for the exhibition and just like put it in this shop. It was great. I loved it. Anyway, this year, um, everything is really spaced out. Um, and I feel like I will go to exactly three things and be like, well, that's it. Um, anyway, the launch event, the launch event, my God, what a, what a weird, um, what a weird happening. Um, so I got my free ticket. The tickets were all free. It was at Shift, which is run by the delightful Claire Vaughan, who should be on the podcast. I might try and get her on the podcast. She's delightful. Um, she like, but she does something for chapter. I don't know what her job is, but she can talk about that when she's on the podcast. Anyway, um, so it was at Shift and it, I got my free ticket 
oh, thank you, it was free. Uh, the the event was free uh, on like the fifth of March, and there were like thirty people going, and I was like, this will be great. I really enjoyed it two years ago, and I think it'll be really great. The week of it is like insane. The Facebook event is insane. Like it's just like there are 300 people going now. The event has sold out and people are posting like every hour like, "Hey, does anyone have a free ticket? Hey, has anyone got a ticket? Hey, I'm looking for two tickets." And it's just like, "What? How did this become like a cool thing?" Like what <laughs> I don't I don't understand how this is now like a cool event that people know about. That's so weird. That's so weird. Anyway, um I I went and I missed the only interesting thing that happened, which is pretty sad. So there was like one thing that was like a like a like a, a light a light like a light show or something. Like a light show or something. Um and I completely missed that because I came later and I came for a man doing a weird talk about something and then and then another thing happening um and then there was like a man from from a band called Super Furry Animals um which is a, a thing that is popular or something um and I saw the delightful Melissa from Artist Monday and she was like did you see the man from whatever it was and I was like I'm I, I did I wasn't impressed I'm not I'm not impressed by white guys with guitars. I'm not, I'm just, I'm not, I'm so sorry, but I see them all the time <laughs> and I'm not impressed. And I'm just kind of a rebel in that way, I guess. I'm just kind of like crazy. I'm just like, I feel like I am only impressed with classical guitar, classical or jazz guitar. That's all I'm impressed with. If, if you're str strumming chords on a guitar or you're playing like a pattern, I'm I'm not I'm not that I'm not that impressed, dude, dude. Like, nah, nah, man, nah. I ain't that impressed. Um. Anyway, so that was, that was interesting. That was that was interesting. It was um, a bizarre event because like I always kind of think of arts events as like Iris Prize because I love going to Iris Prize because everyone is queer and everyone is like there to like literally just drink and have fun and talk to strangers whereas like events that are like cishet that are creative I often forget that like like cishet people get to be boring in creative industries which is like like a, a bold statement that I didn't realize until I went to this event and I was on my way home and I was like oh I talked to a lot of people who were really boring like I, I talked to a lot of people who were like had nothing interesting to say and didn't have that much going on um, and were not that engaging when speaking to me. <laughs> so uh, I, guess, I, guess, I guess we're here. Um, but I did meet um, the, the woman whose exhibition is down the bay. Um, she's called Zara something or another. I've forgotten what her last name was, but she did um, like 1970s punk um, photography of like of like people who were fans of a singer named Paulus Dyrene um, in in the 1970s. Um, that was really cool. That was really cool. Anyway, yeah, that was it. Was it was 
such an interesting event because like I, I, I don't know I just I, I keep going to events and being underwhelmed by people's lack of ability to like hold a conversation with a stranger but also I feel like I'm the problem there and I shouldn't talk to strangers but again I'm like networking hun networking that's how we get anything done I'm not gonna meet people otherwise I literally will never meet other people if I don't talk to strangers like 30% of the people I know are because I talk to random people <laughs> really really it is <laughs> oh god I am the problem I'm the problem but I'm also the solution um wow but one thing I did realize one thing I did realize at this event because I saw like 12 people I knew which was nice which was nice I like I like seeing people I know and I'm like yay um no one listens to my podcast um and I feel like it's either really good because I get to recycle stories and essentially tell people the same thing that happened um but I also feel like it's bad because I have to recycle stories and talk about the same thing that happened like I'm talking about the same thing that happens like four times to people and it's like okay I already have like a there's already a recorded like a recorded version of this there's like a like a proof version you know like like last week when someone took money out of my case I had to talk about that to like eight different people and I'm like there uh, there's nothing I there's like nothing interesting that I can add to it that I haven't already said. I'm so sorry, but I, I have I have nothing interesting more to add about it. It it happened and I got over it and it's um and it's it's something that that happened and I and and I talked about it and I'm sure something weird will happen next week. Um but I have been able to tell more people about that woman with the jigsaw puzzle, which is really important here. Anyway, I'm just gonna go through my little notes. Oh, so I went busking today. I went busking today. Um, and I have just two little points about it. One, there was a protest about Kurdistan. Should I know what's happening in Kurdistan? I, I, I don't know, but a lot of people were very enthusiastic about something. Um, and there was a big march about it with like a, a number of people. And I don't, um, I don't know what it was. So should I know what was happening there? Maybe I'll do a Google. I'll do a little Goog. Do a little Goog. Um, and my second thought, since getting my, my like big sack trolley that I put my harp, so I like strap my harp to the sack trolley rather than wearing it as a backpack. Life is so much easier. I'm just gonna like, it's so, it's so much easier getting in and out of town without like a harp on your back. I think that's something that I, I think that's just something that I only noticed today when I was like going out. I was like, oh, this is, this is so much easier than when I was like, like, cause going in when I was like backpack, like wheelie handle thing, like doing everything, it was like, a lot and I feel like half of me not going busking a lot last year was because like getting in and out was a real workout whereas now it's like a nice little like it's kind of just like regular walking but you're pushing something at the same time it's good fun anyway I'm gonna go through um so I'm thinking about doing um a revival of my one woman show um but I'm thinking of better names for it um, I, I was thinking about calling it... Okay, these are my different names for it. 
Okay, so it's, it's like a poster of me. Okay, okay, ready? Nothing better going on. Or, nothing else happening. Or, empty diary. Or, no gigs, no stress. Or, the stressless tour. But it's not a tour, it's just, it's just one. The stressless tour. Or I was thinking about calling it the friendship tax. Um, which was my favorite joke from last time that no one laughed at. Um, <laughs> no one laughed at. Um, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I know that would be good, but I, I worry that people would be like, okay, I'm ready. Rather than, okay, I'm ready. Um, testing, testing. I thought that would be funny. Um, this is all I have. Possibly my favorite one. Um, my last suggestion is iced coffee. Um, I like the la I like the latter too. I like the latter too. And now I'm just gonna go through the different things that I thought of this week that um, that I think we should should share with you. Louboutins for men are stupid. I have talked about this, but they are so stupid. Stop it. They're not nice shoes. They're not interesting shoes. Like, they're half the time, half the time they are just trainers with a flat red bottom. You don't need that. No one is gonna see that. The point of a Louboutin with the heel is that you can see a lot of it because you can see the back of it because it's a heel. Um, so stupid. I don't know, I don't know how I got there, but that's a thought that I had this week. Okay, Cape Blanchett is in a Giorgio Armani fragrance advert, and me and the delightful Cat Deerfield have had a lot of discussions about how ridiculous fragrance adverts are, like for perfume. Like, it truly seems like she's having a stroke in this advert. It's called C, um, and it's essentially like her in like a bunch of red, but it's like flashing. It's like flashing red, and she's like running around, and she's at a fancy party, because they always are at a fancy party. And then she's like at, like skydiving, and then she's like in a room trapped in an insane asylum, and then she's like back at the party, and it's like, and then she's running through a field, and it's like flashing at you the entire time, and it's like C, Calvin Klein. No, it's C. Giorgio Armani and you're like what what is Kate Blanchett okay oh my god um oh my god okay I thought I was getting wrinkles and it turns out my bathroom mirror just the the lighting is is not it's not great for my face. Um, so I was like obsessed that like there was like a, like a smile line developing on the left side of my face. Um, and it turns out that it was just the lighting. <laughs> I was like being side lit so it looked worse than it was. I was like, am I old now? I don't see this in any other mirror, but it must be true. I'm old. Ugh, what a nightmare. Um, is Brexit a fetish? Okay. We have to talk about this because I, there was that woman who posted that passport photo where she was like, where she was like, oh no, it doesn't say European Union on it anymore. And everyone was like, and like half of the Twitter was like, oh no. And half of it was like, I'm so glad they got that, that, oh God, what, 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 were, the, what were the words? What were the words? Um, Someone was like, you're so lucky. I still have those horrible words spat all over my passport. And it's like, 
Is it a fetish for someone? Is someone literally getting off on not liking the EU? Like, is someone, like... And it's not, like, logical reasons for not liking the EU. Like, they're, like... Like, weird mismanagement of money. And they're, like, weird racism and white supremacy. And only wanting to preserve the rights of, like, white, like, Europeans. Um, like, freedom of movement. But only if you're white. Like... It's not that. It seems like it seems like they just hate it because it's like they're xenophobic and also they're sexually aroused by thinking about leaving the European Union. Like, oh, I've been such a I've been such a naughty little naughty little EU citizen. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna Brexit. <laughs> That's a thought that I had this week. And again, welcome to the podcast. Um, wow, what, wow. Um, and my final thought. Oh, wait, no. My penultimate thought. Carol Burnett is not good at singing Sondheim. Um, so there's a bunch of videos on YouTube of Carol Burnett doing, like, a lot of Sondheim, and she's bad at it. I'm just gonna say it. She's bad at it. Like, there's a lot. Like, she does, like, um, um, could I leave you from, um, Follies? And she does such a fucking terrible job of it. It's like, Wow, she it's you know she's trying her best and she's like quote unquote acting and it's like oh no Carol Burnett is not a she's not she, it's kind of like watching someone struggle to swim you're like oh no you know like when you like like pa- you like paddle you just sort of pedal and you're like you're like in a pool but you're not moving you're just sort of like staying above the water it's that but someone who isn't good at that that's what that's what Carol Burnett to Sondheim is. <laughs> Carol Burnett to Sondheim is um, sinking, is, is me in a swimming pool trying to stay afloat. I'm bad at it. I'm just sort of like moving my arms randomly. Um, my penultimate thing and my recommendation, my thing that you do this week um, is take some time, um, get a little cup of tea. Get, get ready and, and type into your little YouTube search bar um, Andrea Martin doing No Time at All from Pippin from the 2000 I want to say 13 revival of Pippin because it is incredible oh it's fantastic Pippin is a trash musical we all know that we all know that. We're very aware of that. It's Stephen Schwartz. I mean, he's written three things and all of them are kind of okay and one did really well. Um, but yeah, it's it's incredible. So she's like, she's doing this thing and then like she's singing the song and then halfway through she just gets onto a trapeze and she's just like belting while upside down in the air. She's everything I want to be at 66 and so much more. Um, and you'll really enjoy that. And I've really enjoyed, um, I've really enjoyed listening to it, uh, throughout the week, uh, of my birthday. Um, so, oh, it's time to start living, time to take the bin and the doopa It's fun. It's fun. And you will enjoy that. Um, as much as you haven't enjoyed this podcast, because it's been long, um, but... It's been a very special episode, and I feel like we've learned a lot, and I have um, imparted a lot of wisdom to you, the listener. So, um, take that with you, and um, go about your day, I guess. Coming up this week, 
more of the same. So, um, I, honestly, this podcast is like Brexit. Very little happens, but still there's a lot of drama. That's what it is. That's what it is. There you go. And we'll, with that, we will see you next week or in two weeks or never again. Rate and review on iTunes. <laughs> don't do that. But do, do do that actually. Maybe. I don't, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Tell your friends about it, but don't tell them about it. Tell your friends about it. Okay, bye everyone. Oh, it's time to start living. Time to take a little from the world we're given. Time to take time to in just no time at all. Oh, it's time to keep living. Time to keep taking from the world you're given. You are my time, so I throw off my shawl.